Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm Chaplain Grace Stallworth, your host for today's program. Today is the conclusion of our two-part series, Faith and Fitness. Today we're talking with Leslie Knox of Greenville, South Carolina. Leslie is a ACE certified health coach and an American College of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. You've got an impressive background in exercise science. Uh, tell yes. us a little bit about your interest in exercise and in your qualifications uh, per se as a personal trainer. I, When I thought about this question, I really was contemplating like how did this end up the way you know the way it is and one thing is is that I'm one of five children and I was always the one that would bring home the flu bug and (laughs) I then I was the one who spread it around but it always seemed to you know it always seemed to be me that was hit with the illnesses first I could catch anything and and then as I hit junior high and high school I became a cheerleader and on the drill team, which is our dance squad. And I think that just I learned that if I was active and um, ate healthier, that I didn't seem to be the one to catch the latest flu bug that went around. And it just hmm. seemed like the more I worked at that, the, the better I became, you know, at um, taking more charge of my health and everything. And so it grew when I left home. I went to a small business college in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I got a part-time job teaching group exercise and pursued my certification for that. And that's kind of how I landed. It was kind of like I was trying to replace that cheerleading, dancing activity Mm -hmm. with with Mm -hmm. something that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And I found, found we called it aerobics back then, you know, and so, but group, group exercise. And then in traveling to see my dad, who had retired to do West, um, again, going back to that one of five children, it wasn't really presented as an opportunity to go to college uh, right away, you know, right out of high school. And um, just visiting him, I discovered Lander and then discovered that there was actually an exercise science program out there. They were not that well known um, mm-hmm, back when mm-hmm. I pursued my degree. And and just an interesting side note is that during this time of teaching group exercise and I had finished at the business college, but I had gone back to school and was collecting my core curriculum class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so in traveling to see my dad, who had retired to do West, discovering Lander, by the time I said, you know what, I want to get my four-year degree I was able to transfer into Lander pretty much at the tail end of what would have been my sophomore year. I pretty much okay. just did my major, my major at Lander, and um, and and came out of school mm-hmm. and landed. Well, during that time at Lander, that's when I discovered the why was in Greenwood and okay. saw the mission statement. You know, and when you're going through your uh, program in college like that. A lot of times they're trying to help you prep your resume and they're telling you to identify your mission statement. And I will honestly tell you, I took one look at the mission statement with the why 
and said, who needs a mission statement when you can see something, you know, when you have an organization that aligns with how you feel? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just kind of grew from there as wow. to, okay. you know, yeah, becoming a wellness director um, right out of college. Yeah. Wow, that is great. That is great. And so now you do a lot of personal training. So you, you, uh, not so much, do you still do a lot of group X or, or is, or is majority what you're doing, you know, the one-on-one kind of a thing? Yeah. So I do more one-on-one. I do okay. still do some programming. And, um, but as a side note to that, I do have my master's degree in public administration with an emphasis in healthcare and policy. And that came about from recognizing that I was probably not that interested in the clinical side of exercise mm-hmm. science, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I, I was interested in the clinical side, but not in the lab. And right. I could I could see the horizon of chronic disease management mm-hmm. as I was mm-hmm. furthering my career. So I went for my master's in that so that I could combine that exercise science knowledge with what was coming ahead in healthcare because a number one answer always to combating a chronic disease is to be active, you know, whether right. it's a little bit dependent on the chronic disease or a lot will help you manage that disease. So that was my desire was to be able to blend those two. But as my career has grown, uh, I've just pretty much zoned in on personal training and clinical integration programs through the Y. And that's what I do now. So when I say clinical integration programs, we have a program for Parkinson's disease. I work with special populations, basically. Okay. Um, help, okay. you know, help build special programming around that. Right, right. So with, with that kind of a background with fitness, then you, you probably have, you know, a couple of fit, fitness basics that are going to apply to everybody. You know, yes. I mean, just, uh, you know, everybody desires and, and wants to be physically fit. So so are, are there just a few fitness basics that you think are part of everybody's, whether they're a special population kind of a person with a disease, a chronic disease, whether they're a healthy person or a person that just wants to get healthier. Yeah, I yes, you know, obviously the the uh, more popular ones that you hear right away, of course, is is that the fitness basics always are going to include a warm up and a cool down and strength training and cardio. But I do mm-hmm. believe that you have to have some sort of goal. You have to have some motivation or know, really know your why. Why mm-hmm. are you, you know, trying to get a handle on your health? Why are you exercising? Why are you adding exercise to your program? Understanding that and accountability, especially if you're new to exercise, you need to have an accountability portion to your routine, someone that you're checking in with, whether it's a coach, a personal trainer, you know, are you in a small group? Is it a group exercise where someone's kind of keeping some tabs on whether you're showing up or not? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, um, you know, research is actually showing that if you connect your value system with your goals, your motivation tends to go up. And so, um, I think when you have connected that it's something that we're called to do, 
we need to do, then then you can begin to really hone in on what needs to get done and, and establish a routine. You and I have both looked at this triangle for years and years and years, <laughs> you know, and it's yes. labeled spirit, mind, and body, okay? And yes. so, you know, I, I think that, to, to me, that represents, you know, overall wellness, you know? And, and so tell me, tell me a little bit about how you see that spirit, mind, body in, in, the, in the realm of what you've been talking about with, with some of these fitness basics and, and some of that. Yeah, so I I think our connection there is a strong connection between you know in the in the triangle and I I was immediately drawn to it like I mentioned earlier I was immediately drawn to that like I said to put Christian principles into practice through programs that build a healthy spirit mind and body for all you can't you're like yes give me that mission statement I couldn't have written a mission statement mm-hmm. for my life any better than that and so. But we are called to honor Christ, to glorify him in whatever we do. We are to do it to the glory of him. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like when you can recognize that we've been given a vehicle or this vessel that we're his, our body is God's temple, because we're reminded of that in Scripture, that you mm-hmm. have to do something. You have to be responsible because it's, it's like being a good steward of my money. I need to be a good steward of my body. It's got to be healthy, as healthy as I can make it mm-hmm. um, without being extreme, um, without being too lazy about it either. Uh, mm-hmm. you've, you've, got to, you've got to put forth some effort to connect that, and it's going to come together and boost up your spirit. Um, you know, we read all sorts of research again about how exercise can combat depression and, and that sort of thing. It's not an answer to, to mental health conditions, but it is something that can help it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, I just, it's, it's definitely a calling on my heart to share what I know and my love and my passion. It's how I witness to others, really. Right, um, right. Through my work. Yeah. So, but there it definitely is. I mean, even my cardio time, my playlist reflects Christian music so that I can worship during that time, pray, work through something with him that maybe is heavy on my heart mm-hmm. and my mind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there, there's just a, a strong connection all the way around. Since you mentioned a playlist, I just have to take the opportunity to to say that uh, Spiritual Fitness Ministries put together a power hour of Christian music, and uh, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, it's a nice playlist, and uh, it might make something good for people that are wanting to have, you know, some some cardio time and something that they're productive that they're listening to, some way to connect. And uh, so, if you look for that uh, on, uh, on Spotify, you can find a little bit more than 60 minutes. Of good yes. spiritual inspirational music and and that can be a that can be a lot of fun. You can find that uh, on spiritualfitnessministries.com with a link to that as well. So 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 you really feel like there's a a connection between physical fitness and our spiritual fitness, um, not only through playlists, but how as a personal trainer, what ways can you uh, influence a, a client 
um, to, to with some of those maybe uh, spiritual fitness basics. Uh, is there a way to uh, to encourage them to do things, uh, you know, for their spiritual fitness as well? I did want to point out that one of the things in my witness to my clients is that I have to tell the truth, and sometimes the truth can hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so um, I think that finding that ability to empathize and be genuine and share the truth goes a long way in their journey because then they know that they can, you know, we're going to, their goal may be to accomplish something for a wedding, but they really kind of started with me a little too late to get ready for that wedding and being able to be honest with them and saying, we can get X, Y, and Z done, but this may not be as realistic as you, you know, you were hoping for. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, but the other some of the other ways, you know, like I said, in your cardio, connecting your some of your time with your playlist so that you can be fed during that time. Mm-hmm. I love to listen to podcasts. Some of my favorite ministers mm-hmm. out there, um, if your church has a, a podcast, you may want to grab a hold of that and, and allow yourself to be fed. I also think it's reflective in the type of relationships that you can have um, that are genuine when you're there in the moment and you're genuinely helping each other out or cheering each other on, um, high-fiving, and just genuinely being interested and connected mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. way can go a long way with what the, with what your message and your hope is, is that they will be encouraged through exercise, not defeated through exercise. Right. Uh, you know, and, um, and then it's just incredible the relationships I have with my clients of prayer, of praying for each other. You know, I can, not too long ago, I had an MRI scheduled for the evening, and I really thought I could go through it without sedation. But I really let some fear get the best of me, and I put out a prayer request right away, and the text that came back from my my clients was just incredible. Mm. Um, you know, so just prayers for each other knowing what's going on in their lives. You know, when you genuinely know and care about their success uh, physically, you you can't help but want to, to care about their success spiritually. Sure. And, but it, al- it also helps me to know that they're praying for me, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I have things going on in my life. And then even when I don't have things going on in my life, they're still praying for me, and I know it. And and uh, it's just that's uplifting to myself, to my own faith journey, you know. And I just just having fun and being in the moment because for me as a trainer, it's the client's journey. You know, I have my own journey going on, and they and they intersect and crisscross with it. But it's about being really in the moment and um, learning from them. I have women that are close to my age at different different seasons of their lives and I get to learn from them and they mentor me mm-hmm. and uh and that's another way that they share their faith with me and when they invite me to their bible studies and share scripture with me or uplift me by reciting scripture over me um it goes mm-hmm. both ways you know it goes both ways I'm a little emotional thinking about it <laughs> well you know I think you mentioned several spiritual disciplines you know, that are part of some physical disciplines. I mean, the the prayers, the fellowship, the accountability, 
I mean, if you had to write a spiritual fitness manual, you know, you're going to include those things. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. your your workout, uh, you know, your basic, you know, your cool, warm up, cool down, et cetera, is and your strength training is your time in the Word. And but but mm-hmm. then you've got to have the prayers with it, the fellowship, um, the accountability. I think that's all a part of our spiritual fitness journey too. Um, yeah. And so, and talk a little bit about goal setting. You you said a little bit about that, and and sometimes people might have some unrealistic goals. Talk a little bit more about you know how from a fitness standpoint, a physical fitness standpoint, you know what are some things that we need to do when we set our goals. Well, the first thing I of course think about are smart goals. You you want them to be specific. You want them to be measurable, attainable, um, timely, and realistic. So I got that a little bit backwards, but, you know. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you want to – You sometimes the, the overarching goal is to just improve, you know, maybe your blood pressure numbers or go off your blood pressure medicine. But it's wise to set some small goals to get you to the big goal. Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. it, it can, you know, and then it's totally realistic to think that you can come off your medicines for blood pressure, right? But but maybe coming off your medicine for um, thyroid is not realistic, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at the condition and um, think about the overarching goal and what can you do to reach that overarching goal along the way. So smart goals down into many goals. And just really be able to connect your value system with what those goals are. And I point mm-hmm. that out because I'm very aware in my position that I I have seen a level of intimidation of the quality of movement that maybe I can do at the age of 50. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some, that uh, when I work with a special, not a special group, but a group of people there, they are not they don't warm up to me right away until I can connect with them in some way. Um, right. I have had to realize that I can be a stumbling block when I don't want to be, when I, when I don't intend to be, you know, just, just through various different things, you know, the being in shape sometimes can be a, a stumbling block right away until I can connect and say, mm-hmm. Hey, I've been mm-hmm. there. I've, 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 I've had a transformation journey of my own. I have a chronic disease. I do. I have rheumatoid arthritis. You know, I know how to get in the trenches and manage these things through my exercise and eating healthy. And and I'm a I'm a example of what it is when you practice those disciplines. Just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. just like practicing the discipline of reading our Bibles and spending time with Christ and spending time with others that can build us up and, and you know, that sort of thing. They do blend. Um, and, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time, but really understanding the goal. And sometimes people, they it's fuzzy. You know, they've got a goal, but it's really fuzzy. So really mm-hmm. Nail, mm-hmm. nail down those details to it. Really be specific about it. If it's a certain amount of weight you want to lose, then write that down, you know, um, measure it. Let's figure out a timeline so that you'll know that you should be on track here for 
for this amount of weight or this amount of medicine has been cut in half by this point, you know, um, you really have to write, write, write it down and get your hands around it in order for it to come and be very clear as to what sure. we're striving for. Isn't that funny, Leslie, how the Word tells us in our prayers to be just that specific? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the Lord wants, to, he, he knows that, but he wants us to say, you know, I want to get off of this blood pressure medicine. Help, help me get to the fitness, help me get to the place where I can, where my doctor says, hey, guess what? I think we can go off of this. You know, the Lord wants us to be specific about those things. And I think what you're saying is, you know, setting goals uh, physically and spiritually, you know, mm-hmm. is, is being specific and, and just letting letting the Lord know about those because because it's it's through him that we're able to that we're able to achieve those things. So right. I think that's great. That's a there's several things there that that really are, are great you know, connectors between our physical fitness and, and, and where we are with our body and, and where we are with our spirit. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's been super. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, we've been talking with Leslie Knox, a personal trainer uh, with the Greenville YMCA, and uh, had some great, uh, great uh, pieces of uh, connecting faith and fitness here. And uh, so thank you very much, Leslie, for being my guest today, and, and we'll be talking to you real soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Leslie. This concludes our two-part series, Faith and Fitness. A big shout-out to our guests, Brian King and Leslie Knox. Thanks for listening. Training for Godliness is a podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. You can find our website at spiritualfitnessministries.com and our blog at chaplaingray.blogspot.com. Remember, His faithful love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.